of the Black in Fashion podcast. Can you guys believe we are at 76 episodes now? We are a couple months into, well, not a couple months, a couple weeks into the year. Hope everyone's new year is going great. Um, I hope everyone's feeling well out there. I'm very excited about today's episode. It's going to be a good one. Definitely going to learn a lot and, you know, get a little information. Yes. Yeah. So actually our first segment um, is our This or That segment and this this or that segment is brought to you by one hope wine one hope is the wine that gives back so any purchases made goes to fund a particular cause all of their chardonnay proceeds go towards breast cancer so we love this company because it's drinking but it's giving back at the same time um if you have a non-for-profit and you're interested in partnering with One Hope Wine, definitely give them a shout. All of their information will be in the show notes, and then you can give back to a charity of your choice. Today, I am joined with Makara Reed. Yes. Thank you for joining me today, girlfriend. Thank you, girl. <laughs> yes. So the Makara, our, her mission um, is to create a distinctive image-conscious empire that attracts individuals and brands seeking unique yet long-lasting impressions while associating their visual voice. Yes. They accomplish this through their gift of communicating what the client wants to articulate through the way through their day-to-day appearance on advertisements. So welcome to the show, Makara. Hey Thanks, Thanks for, for joining me. me. Yes, of course. How of course. are you today? I'm good. It's been a real relaxed day. I got a lot done. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I'm really excited about the months to come. I'm just, yeah, thanks for having me. You got everything off your to-do list? Yes, yes. Okay, so that means it was yes, a successful day. When yes. you start hitting that to-do list, that yes. means that's success. So I wanted to just talk a little bit about, like, your background, you mm-hmm. know, how you got in this world, um, you know, and just kind of let's just start there, mm-hmm. um, kind of talk about a little bit about, um, you know, how you got started, some of your history, you know, mm-hmm. where you grew up, all that good jazz, all that little background <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, I have a very interesting background, not like your regular, typical fashion person that's going to fashion school, but... I actually thought I was going to be an athlete. I ran track all throughout my youth, and then I got into, I was first introduced to the fashion world through modeling. (laughs) I shortly just knew, like, no, this ain't it. I don't like it. And when I graduated high school, um, I just ended that chapter, and I I started a new one. And when I started my new one, I went on to school and pursued nursing and public health. So while I was doing that, I was living in the DMV, Baltimore to be specific. I was going to school at HBCU. Shout out to Coppin State University and Morgan. Hey. hey. So while I was living there, um, I just found myself just falling in love with fashion all over again because I just felt very, very comfortable with the way, you know, Baltimore and D.C., like they just have a lot of different flair. The color combinations, the, the mixing of colors, the textures, the hairstyles. Um, this different type of sneakers, like just the little intricate details, I just really fell in love with. But what just really just f- just fell into you know my my heart was like the unconventional accessory game and their vintage. So once I started getting to that, and that was just like my gym, and I was just traveling, I was just getting so much attention. I was drawing a lot of attention after me just finding myself um, living in the DMV, and I graduated. I actually ran into a celebrity stylist, Toy Adedipe, mm-hmm. 
He's the costume designer for Dear White People, um, the movie, not the TV series. And he actually thought I was in the fashion industry. And I kind of just was like, no, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I, remind you, I had scrubs on with some, like, avant-garde earrings on. And I'm just like, no, I'm just traveling back to Las Vegas. I was living in Vegas at the time, and I was leaving out at um, LAX. And we just had a conversation. He actually took me underneath his wing, and I said, you know what, I'm going to give it a try. Because, you know, styling at that time was not, you know, a sought-after career at the time. And it's also kind of just shunned upon you know, a lot of people don't really embrace it. I mean, my family member on my mother's side, they are very well-dressed people. You know, one of my aunts used to just go every Friday night to get her stuff sewn, like handmade, just gotcha. to go to parties. So, I mean, I'm very aware of being well put together, but just the aspect of styling was not something talked about. And my cousin, the one that just passed, you know, really embraced me in pursuing that dream. So when I came back to the East Coast, I had no plan. I just was like, I'm going to go for it. And my cousin was supporting me. Like, he allowed me to sleep on his couch. I don't know where I was getting my next paycheck, but, you know, he supported me mentally, financially, the whole nine. And so as I was doing that, you know, I just went to Miami, and Miami was like the start of, you know, picking up the personal styling. Um, shout out to Dr. Heather Willie Lloyd, which was my black dermatologist. She got me through the door. I styled her because she was pitching her product, Specific Beauty. Mm -hmm. And she also she also allowed me to, you know, have, like, uh, create a direction for her packaging. And that just opened the door for a lot of stuff. And throughout time, I just started picking up business and picking up mentors. And they just, like, you know, you're, you're flying back and forth a lot. You're flying back and forth to New York. You're flying to Atlanta. You're flying to, you know, all this money. You need to learn how to negotiate, number one, and you also just need to move where you spend the most time traveling to, which was up north. Gotcha. So I did that. Um, yeah, and I've, I've been I've been up here. It's, it's going on two years now. Okay. So as a part of the this or that segment, you have, like, as part of this segment and getting to know you, I have to figure out what you prefer over the other, especially mm -hmm. in the styling world. So you only can pick one. Okay. And you got to tell me which one it is. Hmm. Stiletto or mule? Girl, I'm going to show my legs. I want some stiletto, okay? Okay, all right. Uh, side boob or under boob? I'm a little bit of both. One or the other. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do side. I can move around a little bit because okay. I like to move around, okay? Okay. You a brim girl or are you a beret girl? I don't like hats. You know I'm, a, I'm a fake Jamaica Africa Island girl. I like the sun to be beaming on my head. Gotcha. Okay, okay. But if I had to pick one, I would say fedora. All right. Skinny leg or flare leg? Flare. Okay. Flare. Yes. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Listen, what? Motorcycles or trenches? I'm definitely a cold type of girl. I'm going to say trenches. Trenches. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Now, would you always go for a, a tracksuit? Or a jogging suit because the tracksuits to me are tighter, whereas like the more jogging suits are a little bit more of a relaxed fit. Like, which one would you swag? You like the fit or you like the let me be a little baggy with it? I'm gonna do, I'm a little, I'm a, a little baggy. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, because you can, you could play it down, you could play it up. That's definitely my my type of thing. Throw a heel on and throw it out. Uh, yeah, girl. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about your model. Yes, my raisin. Is that my saying that Diacha? 
Oh, my raison d'etre. That means my raison d'etre. Mm-hmm. Okay, fashion, create, inspire. That's yes. your motto. So yes. let's 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 talk about how you came up with that concept and like uh, just kind of like expand on even having like a tagline or a motto. Like when it comes to branding. Mm-hmm. I came across that word when I was at Coppin State University. We had to take an African diaspora class, and it was a book that she made us read. I cannot remember, but. She was just asking us, like, what is your raison d'etre? Like, what is your purpose? Why are you existing? And I just couldn't really answer that, especially as, like, a 19-year-old. Like, I don't know, girl. (laughs) I just moved out of New Jersey. Like, I got my own apartment, my own car. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. But, like, I don't know. That word just really stuck with me. And as I was continuing to live in the Baltimore area, I just, like, found my reason of fashion. Fashion just kept falling back into my life. Like I said, I... I thought I was going to be an athlete. I thought because I, I went to the, you know, the Junior Olympics, like I've trained to, to, to be in a race. Like my mind state is very different from your average person. And then to just, you know, turn that off and just start a whole new life, like I just never thought I would be into fashion. So, I mean, like I said, I that just fell into my life. And fashion is, you know, one of the reasons why I'm existing, why I breathe. It allows me to create you know, entering other people's worlds, it allows me to, you know, heighten your dream, your purpose, and I'm just your second eye, just like amplifying it. Gotcha. So, and then creating, like I said, create, I don't know, I just feel like now that we're in the era, era of digital space and you can build your own audience, your own anything, like anything you put your mind to, you could just create whatever. Mm-hmm. You could, you could do whatever. So you can merge whatever you want to do together together, and just create, like, a beautiful majesty. And then inspire. I, I just get so many people just saying, you know, you're very inspirational. Like, you look so fashion forward or you look like a model. You just make you want to do this or I want to be like you. Just inspire the next generation. And so... Speaking of inspiration, so mm-hmm. when it comes to people that's on the outside of the industry looking to come in, you said you started your career in modeling. Mm-hmm. So what is some of the, maybe the, you know, the strengths of starting your career there? And what were some of the things that you learned by kicking it off in modeling? Some of my strengths, um... Do you think that that's a good, I guess I'm asking, like, do you feel like that's a good area to hop into? You know, because I know you said you did the modeling first, and then you started, like, doing, like, the styling and stuff like that. Like, do you wish that you had went another avenue first, or do you think that's a good avenue to go through? Like, initially getting into this, and you want to be in the styling and the branding world, Mm -hmm. how do you feel like it's the best way to even, like, hop in and make those connections? Well, at the time I was doing modeling, social media was not prevalent. I'm going to definitely tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. So all the stuff you guys are kind of like digging up from American Next Top Model, like that show kind of like hits the spot because they were crucial like that. And there was no like running to social media and just putting them on blast. Mm-hmm. So um, now, I mean, using, knowing that I did modeling and I know how to, how to like t- instruct the model, I should say. While you're, while you're creating, like, a lookbook, I know what the model should do when instructing them. So I know, like, different aspects of, you know, modeling or photography or positioning stuff. So I can give you the whole realm of how to, like, market yourself, what model you want to get, what type of look. It's just the whole realm of everything. I feel like I have a more of an advantage of different, you know, I want to, I want to, I like calling myself a communicator, not a marketer, but I just have a whole bigger picture of you know different aspects because I started out in modeling and then it just kind of just tumbled me into different areas 
without me even like, you know, hey, I want to try this. No, it like kind of just fell into my lap. Gotcha. What would you say one of the biggest myths of styling is? Ooh, Joe. One of the myths. Yeah, like something that maybe people don't know when they're getting into it. Like something that is not necessarily brought to the forefront. What's something oh, you gotta know? Girls. <laughs> girls, girls, girls. Get your credit score together. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Jam's dropping. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, get your credit score together. If you decide you wanna be a stylist and you're picking up little clients, do that, but also clean up your credit. Clean up your credit. If you don't know how to clean up your credit, I mean, that's that's a whole nother topic or something. <laughs> but get a secure credit card. Save up your money. Put a thousand on there, and make sure you make your payments on time. That will definitely hike up your 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 credit. But you definitely need to have a great credit score or some type of big amount of yeah credit limit. Because right now I'm working with advertising agencies and when I was talking with my financial advisor and we were just going through my financial statement she's just like wow you really put a lot of money you spend a lot of money in a bulk you get the money back and then it kind of like it's like study mm-hmm. so it's a lot of you know spending receipt spending holds xyz so yeah I would definitely say get your credit together because a lot of companies, especially right now, if they don't know you or you're in the New York area and a lot of um, stylists messing up for other stylists. So they need to be able to hold a card on file. And and you can't have no $1. I know the whole trick. I already been there. <laughs> you, 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 need to, yeah, you need to have a credit card on file. And uh, also, some stores are also holding like 20% of whatever um, purchase you have. So the total amount minus the... 20%. So having, yeah, building your credit, you definitely need to do that. Gotcha. Okay. What would you say is easier to do? Um, or not even easier to do. What do you feel is better? Do you recommend that someone do like a fashion styling program education wise? Or do you think the best experience is just really just putting yourself out there? Because I know that there are a couple schools right now. I think Nisa Hilton has one. And then mm-hmm. there are certain like colleges schools that now have like have, mm-hmm. yeah, schools of style. Like, do you feel like that stuff is necessary? Or do you feel like that best teacher is getting out there and just doing it? Like you said, you fell into it. You mm-hmm. know, so like which one do you feel is and then I guess, like, if you have any mentors, anyone, like, what was their avenue? What was their role? I would say it depends on a person's learning style and, like, their hunger. Because, I mean, I took a couple of styling classes, but my teacher, no, she picked up, like, you got it. Like, you got it naturally. I don't really need to let you, I don't really need to, like, teach you. You just need to let life teach you. And so she allowed me to go on jobs with her and... It, it just kept, it just, and then that just multiplied her. So, I mean, it just all depends on the person's, I don't know, learning experience. I, I'm not sure. I can't really, I can't really answer that for me. Mm-hmm. I took a couple of classes. It was just more so for me to tighten up on business, like I was saying in the mm-hmm. phone call. Yeah. Um, But the fashion thing, like, I got it. I have to learn as I'm doing it. Like, I have to physically do it. Like, it has to be in my face. It had, I'm, I'm a kinetic learner and a visual so as I'm doing it out it'll be like memorizing in my mind so it just all depends on certain people some people go through schools and they actually get it mm-hmm. for me like it's just a natural thing especially when it comes to like anything with color gotcha how do you feel about um I guess like 
things that's like people that want styling but maybe don't have a budget for it mm-hmm. and is that something that you deal with or do you kind of like I only deal with people who have a certain budget or do you try to work with everyone's budget or do you like where do you feel like you kind of fall in that realm because I know that that's mm-hmm. always from what I understand like when it comes to stylists like that it's it's strategic. Like I have, I've heard some stylists say I can work with anyone's budget, but I've has heard certain stylists like you know, styling is a luxury, mm-hmm. so it, it needs to be paid for. So I'm not working within your budget. Like this is my minimum, and this is what it is. Right. For right now, the phase that I'm at, yeah, no, you you need to have a certain budget. I have vetting questions that you need to answer, and I'm looking for mm-hmm. for me to proceed. But yeah, you need to have a budget. Before it was. Oh, I'm just doing this on the side. I could work with whatever. But now, especially with me just working with Louis Vuitton and they came to me, mm-hmm. you know, you need to have a certain budget. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. She said, all right. What's, what is that budget? What's that minimum? I'm going to just say they need to they need to make over 80000 Over 80000 Okay. So let's talk a little bit about, like, your partnership, like, with Louis Vuitton. How did that come about? And, like, what have you been doing for them? So with that one, I was um, I got a phone call from I don't want to say his name. A person. A person. <laughs> <laughs> um, they was referred because that's 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 the direction I'm trying to work towards being um, referred based business. But uh, they was referred by someone that I had met about two years ago, and they asked me if I was still doing uh, visual merchandising as well as doing like some research for their new collection that they were about to release the game on. Because they were just trying to find different ways because they created that collection during the pandemic and they really wanted to succeed over their 8% because they were kind of down on sales. Not to like bore you with their analytics, but they wanted... No, we all know that. All I know. They was down on sales. <laughs> Shit, just, we all know the percentage, but we know they was down. They was down and they were just trying to break even compared to last year. So, you know, I was at the time down in the slump due to my cousin um, passing away and I was still kind of just depressed, but I was just like, you know what, I'm going to take this opportunity. I need to kind of get out this this funk and my therapist was just like, just, you, you may, you know, get something good out of it. So, mm-hmm. I did that, and I was bouncing from you know um, Garden State Mall as well as Short Hills Mall, uh, making sure that their women's the women's ready to wear was you know properly executed and seeing what their sales was like, and also doing the studies on seeing how you know their clientele was was reacting to it. Gotcha. And tell me the difference to me to you when it comes to styling and maybe like a closet edit. Like, do you feel like you need to push clients to think outside the box, or do you really try to make sure you're styling and doing closet edits and stuff like that within um, their their lifestyle? Yeah, closet edits was like a spike during the pandemic because everybody was just like, I'm home, I'm realizing I don't need this stuff, and I just been throwing stuff away. Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of was like, yeah, I need to, I think I need to bring this back as just a solid type of service because I usually would include it in just the personal style development. But for the closet, which is something I'm actually writing a book on, it, it needs to be very fluid with your everyday, you know, your wardrobe. Like, you need to sit down and realize, like, okay, every day, like, are you uh, are you career-oriented woman that goes to work from a 9 to 5? Like, are you an entrepreneur? Are you doing girls' night every night? Like, I, you need to sit down and you really need to, like, analyze what do you do on a day-to-day basis. So I like to say, you know, all your pieces in your closet need to look like family members. And you need to have that one, you know, that one black sheep, quote unquote, the the one wow factor. Or I don't want to say one, but it's just diff- it, it just differs from person to person. You need to have like a couple of wow factors just in case you go to like a gala or you want to go 
all out for your birthday, but majority of closets should look like family members. They all should match up due to your lifestyle. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And what do you feel are some of the key pieces that I guess, like, just as a woman, you should have in your closets regardless of your lifestyle? Girl, you definitely need to have the right undergarment. Let me tell you, there's so many women who do not have the right undergarments Mm -hmm. because it could just mess up, you know, everything you look. So, undergarment, you definitely need to have. Now, I'm definitely meaning uh, underwear and um bra and I definitely tell some ladies to get the pasties as well because you just never know I definitely think you should have a nice um essential tee like a white fitted white tee whether it's crew neck or um a v-neck I definitely think you should have the perfect jeans trousers a great shoe which is whether a boot a heel and also a sneaker and I also think you should have a great bag. And when I mean a great bag, like a good, like good leather bag. Okay. All right. Does it like you got a preference? Like it should be a crossbody, a shoulder, a book bag, a duffel, a tote. Um I'm like, that's really broad. I'm like, what I kind know. of bag? <laughs> um some I don't know, it just depends on some girls. Some girls like small bags, they just wanna keep it Real, you know, I just want to put my phone, my phone and my cars in. I don't want all that big bag. Like your bag is too big. <laughs> um, I would say across across, across body because it could be medium size. Yes. Gotcha. Okay, so our second segment is called "It's a Success" Ooh. or "It's a Disaster." Ooh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's a success or it's a disaster. It's actually brought to you by Macau Reed official. <laughs> Yeah, she has the the, oh, yes, the black and unbothered tee, which okay. is a whole mood. I actually wore mine last week, and then I also had it on in the episode before that. And I get so many compliments on this shirt. The fabric feels amazing. It fits well, and yes. you just look like a real ass boss, in my opinion, because yes. I'm unbothered. And you just got this beautiful woman on there, like, hey, right here, and I'm chilling, you know. Yes. <laughs> so I absolutely love it, and thank you so much for being one of our sponsors. Yes. We appreciate you. Not to mention, uh, Makara is the owner of, I'm saying that right, Mean Official. Mean Official. They offer personal styling and appearance and development, commercial styling, fashion styling, product advertising, styling, personal styling subscriptions, uh, closet edits, virtual consultations, and soon to come, a nice little workshop partnership between us two. You'll be getting a little information on that soon. We will be offering it virtually as well as in person. So into the segment, is it a success or is it a disaster? So tell me about a time in your business where you want something with completely to shit. Like it was terrible and but you learn something from it and it made you change something about the way that you move or do business. Whether it be you did something and you didn't have somebody sign a contract and then now I got to have these NDAs on deck or contracts. But anything that may have happened where it was completely bad, but you learned something from it and made it like a new practice that you did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, things happen. I was just like, I know there's something that's just like, well, that shit was terrible. But what I did, I learned this and this is what I did instead. I'm gonna definitely say the first time I had like a high a high profile client, mm-hmm. she was a porn star in Miami. Okay. She just had a baby and she's like, I want you to dress me for this my party. And but I just had a baby and she's just telling me all this mommy stuff and I'm just like, I don't know what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> 
So she's telling me that she 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 milks and she leaks. So I'm just thinking like, what am I going to do to keep her from leaking? And she's shit and she's just showing like half her her body during it. So I'm just like, what am I gonna do? So I didn't have a mentor at that time. Um, I mean, I called Toy at Toy, but he wasn't too familiar with what to do. He had he hadn't had a client that just had a baby either. So I'm just like trying to just think like, what the fuck am I going <laughs> to do? So I come over, she shows me like the shoes that she wants to wear. And then she, I don't know what she said, but it snapped. And I was just like, I'm going to get some fucking tape. That's what the hell I'm going to do. I'm going to tape. I'm going to tape her goddamn titties. So I don't know what store I went to. I think I went to some office. I don't know. Some some store like in Miami. One of those like mom and pop stores. And I just got a whole bunch of tape. I just mm-hmm. got all the tapes. Oh, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. <laughs> I just prayed. I just prayed. I just prayed. And I just was like, oh, Lord Jesus. The makeup artist that I had come do her makeup. And we went in a car. And she was like, why are you so nervous? Like, I've never seen you nervous. I worked with you before. So many shoots. Why are you so nervous? And I'm just like, girl, I ain't know what the fuck I was doing. But I hope her, I hope that liquid does not loosen up the tape and make her look crazy. Mm-hmm. So she, the client called me back, and she was just like, "Oh my god, you're such a genius! It 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 like works!" And I was just like, "Oh, thank you, Jesus, Lord." So I remember. So I'm carrying that dream, and I um and when I go to like FIT and take a couple of those fashion styling, I realize you know they do use tape. Mm-hmm. So they you, do use tapes. So I was like, look at it. Look, look, look at God. Look at God. Forget uh, I am. So yeah, I, you just need to be on your toes. Like you need to be able to, to jump. That's definitely, oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> You're hilarious. So tell us, you have a very extensive, I feel like, clientele and like backgrounds like that. Can you tell me about a project that you, well, what was your favorite? Let's just say that. Tell me about your favorite project, who it was with, and you know what it did for you, how it made how it made you feel. I'm gonna say the Bravo, um, Bravo, yeah, Bravo, the Project Runway. That was fun. That was definitely fun. Michael, Michael Knight, the late Michael Knight. I worked with him. I met him uh, while he was on the show, and I also met back with him like years later. Um, even though he didn't win, I did a couple of his campaigns and I also used some of his stuff for him at, um, Lucy magazine, mm-hmm. um, rise fashion week, shout out to Mr. Adore, that photographer. I linked up with him when I went to African fashion week in LA, he was like, are you a model? And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, he was just like, well, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a stylist. So he was just like, are you African? I'm like, no, I just have a bald head. <laughs> so we kept in touch and he put in the word. And next thing you know, he's like, come to Nigeria um, Fashion Week. And that was popping in 2018. That was the year before Naomi Campbell went. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I have so many. Um, BT Runway, that was interesting, I'm going to say. Okay. With my eyes wide. Okay. <laughs> Rip the runway? <laughs> 
Yeah. It looked like it's a whole bunch of shit going on backstage and the shit ain't organized. It looked like that to me from the television, okay? <laughs> yes. Because yeah, I just like, I, because I, I mean, I watch it and I'm, you know, I look at it and I'm just like, who the hell is, first of all, the cue is off. Like, there's all type of stuff like that I could tell just from, I, I love it, don't get me wrong, but I could always tell when I'm like, some shit ain't going right backstage. I don't know. Girl, like, I always could tell. I'm going to just widen my eyes. Okay. Um, I know exactly what that means. <laughs> Like, I know what that means. You know what's funny? I have, um, it's another young girl. Her name is Vani Style. You ever heard of mm-hmm. her? Yeah. She told me about her experience with um, Michael Knight, and she ended up naming her first son after him mm-hmm. and everything like he that. Like, really, she's really a really nice. good friend of mine. Um, she actually did my podcast a little mm-hmm. while ago, um, and she was here in New York, and then she moved back and stuff. But it's interesting, because that's the only other time I've heard his name is, like, with her, and then, like, mm-hmm. this is the second time, like, with him. Yeah, he's really nice. I loved his stuff. Um, what else? I would say the, the last Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week. I am so, so honored to be a part of that. My cousin definitely hooked me up with that one. That was amazing. Um, man, or what else? I'm going to say the Jay's company. Even though nobody knows what that is, but that's mm-hmm. that's the company that sells to, like, Walmart, CB2. So mm-hmm. I had to, my, my professor at FIT hooked me up with that job, and they hired me to, you know, create the rooms. Like, each room, each floor had a theme. And oh, they nice. really, really loved, like, my, my color, the color palettes. The uh, how I was just accessorizing a room with the place and stuff like that. I thought that that job was extremely, extremely fun. Gotcha. Do you have a celebrity that you like working with the most? Anybody in particular that you just loved? Like I would, lo- I like I want to work with her again. Like do you have or him? Um, do you have someone in mind that was just like you know what that shit was a blast? I know celebrities are gonna be like up and down. Like you know something like okay I love it and something like I hate it. But I'm only gonna ask you about the one you love. I'm gonna say um, Miss 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 USA 20, uh, 2016, the black one. Okay. Right. <laughs> we, we she had to go back four years. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you had to go back four years? I'm gonna no just, five. I'm gonna just say some of these celebrities that y'all see on social media, like that's that's not their persona. Right oh, wow. I, I can bet your ass on that. I'm actually about that off camera though. But, <laughs> but you know, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna jack them up up in here, okay? So tell me about like what do you do? as an entrepreneur, um, to just keep yourself balanced, you know, as far as like getting things done and how you just go like your day to day. Like, is there any special tools like that you use just to kind of like continue? Cause I know, uh, a lot of people aspire to get to entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and then we get into the entrepreneurship and especially in fashion entrepreneurship. And then you, you, sometimes you hate it. Sometimes you feel defeated within it. So is there anything right. in particular that you do or tools you utilize just to keep you going, motivated and inspired? Yes. Um, I definitely set my to-do list every day the night before. I write it on a post-it and I make sure I check it off. Um, I definitely set action plan. You see how fast I sent ours. I'll I be, this is what we do, girl. I'm very good at delegating. Like, that's one of my strong suits. Like, I'm, I'm very good at delegating. But, um, yeah, I do a lot of to-do lists. I have affirmations all around my apartment. You know, one that's next to my desk is a big no. The N stands for next. And then the O means opportunity. So when I look over to the left, to like my big window, you'll see no, next opportunity. And I also have, um, there's no cure for regrets. I have that right by my uh, right by my door when I leave, when I put my shoes on by my keys. So then remind you like, all right, let's, it's time to go out there and go get them. So you're definitely like an affirmation kind of mantra girl. Yes. Okay. I have that in my in my apartment. I set, yeah, and I set I set goals. Go go out with an intention. Have a some type of plan. I went through 
all of my 20s without a plan. Like, I'm just hopping from state to state to state. And God, thank you for me being, having, like, a degree in nursing. I had money. But, like, if I wasn't no nurse, come by, I think I'd be, I'd probably still be in my parents' house. Gotcha. But, yeah, setting setting boundaries, knowing how to say no, and definitely cut out, you know, your fun time. Sometimes your fun time has to be your your business time as well. You need to blend them together. So definitely knowing how to do that. Gotcha. What, do you, what would you say when it comes to, like, working with, like, brands? Like, I know you work individually, like, with people and mm-hmm. um, working with designers, you know, and mm-hmm. working with brands and stuff like that. What are some of the key things that you feel like a designer needs to have in order to be successful? Definitely knowing their target customer. Mm-hmm. A lot of emerging design, a lot of emerging designers, I'm working with um, a design consultant they help emerging brands, you know, develop their brand, their their um collection, and they don't know their customer. Like they just like, oh, I just felt inspired by this, and I'm just like, okay, but who are you talking to? Like, who? Where does she shop? What does she look like? How much is she spending? Like, I can tell you where my client is, what they look like, you know, where she's shopping at, because I'm gonna go there and I'm going to. And I'm going to tell her about my business and she's going to actually listen and appreciate everything that I'm saying as well as my work. If you're just, you know, oh, I'm creating this and just hoping like, oh, it sticks. Like, no, that's not how it works. You're wasting time. You're wasting money. And your product is just going to be sitting there. You're just going to be like, oh, well, my, my business is not working. But yeah, you need to have a plan. Like I said, you need to have intentions like on my day to day. You need to set those intentions and create a plan of action so you can better execute it. Gotcha. Okay. And is there any particular type of clothing that you like to move and stick with? Like, do you have, like, like what are your favorite brands to, like, work with um, versus ones that maybe you would never work with? <laughs> um, I would not work with kids. Okay. <laughs> I get the girl. I, I see would that. not work with kids only because I like to play around with, you know, sensuality, sexuality, the feminine, and I don't want to strip that from the innocence of kids. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't want to, and then I don't want to mess with how, you know, your your parents want to raise you, all that stuff. I don't, I don't want to get into that. So, yeah, any kids where I do not, but yeah, I'm pretty open. I love just the whole realm of fashion, so. Okay. What would you put me in? On your the spot. Your handbags? Your jumpsuits? Which ones? Or the whole... No, I said, what would you put me in? Like, oh, yeah. oh, like, oh, I thought you meant the category. Okay. No, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, I want to Where know. are we going with? Pay, pay me the picture. Are you on a girl's night out? Are you okay. going to work? Are you... Where are you going, girls? You know, paint for me, I'm going to paint the picture. I'm going to give you my everyday life. So, like, it's getting up, going into the office, but entertaining clients at night. So, I need things that are versatile. Like, I want to look cute, of course, in fashion during the day because I'm mm-hmm. in a fashion company. And um, I have clients coming in and coming out all day. But then afterwards, sometimes I am entertaining a client. But mm-hmm. there are some times where it's just like, it's been a long ass day. I'm trying to go out with my friends. And I will go out during the week or the weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, I don't feel like my wardrobe should have to change up whether it's a weekend or weekend. I'm an entrepreneur. I can wear the fuck I want. So. Right. Okay. So since you're a business owner and you do a lot of moving around, you're sewing, you're reaching, you're doing all this, I would definitely put you Dang. in sewing. Okay. That's what I got a team for, honey. Uh, <laughs> I'm running. Ex- the, I'm running the show though. Excuse no, but no, I do. I do. I, I hop my. I, ain't, I am okay. never above my team. I hop my ass on that sewing machine, whatever need be. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. 
But I will put you in a nice, I will put you in a nice little fitted little top with a pendulum. Okay. And a nice little fitted um, pants. I think that would be a great look. And you look like you like sleeves, like playful, you know, the wing yeah, sleeves. Like a little, you know. So, yes, I would definitely put you in a nice, comfortable type of fabric type of shirt that's fitted up top and then like a pendulum in a nice you look like you are straight leg type of girl i am I, see, I, <laughs> listen hunty i got probably two pair of flare okay, leg pants if you want to throw on a nice little fedora or a barrette you can do that but i would definitely set you in those and give you nice like different like color palettes of that type of outfit okay i got one more okay, okay. so let's say um hmm hmm Oh, yeah, okay. So, photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Not even photo shoot. Website. <laughs> I want to know because I'm like, I just, I'm just always curious to see how people, other people say because of my Ooh, website before, somebody else, like, I just kind of gave her creative control. Mm-hmm. I didn't say nothing. I was just like, just put me out there. And they're like, on my website, though, that's the first thing you see. Right. And I have four things on that website. I got mm-hmm. LC Apparel Consulting. I got mm-hmm. Carly Avertine. I got the Black and Fashion Podcast. And then I got the Black Girls Designer Club Non-For-Profit. Mm-hmm. So, but it's at the end of the day, it's me. I'm the fashion fairy godmother. Right. What should I, like, if I wanted to update, like, what would you put it, what would you put me in as that focal point? Because it's like, you do all these different things. But it's like, how do I attract someone? Because that's going to be the first click when it could go on MuseColleague.com. So the landing page, I would definitely have you. You know, you, it's just like my, my homepage on macarreed.com. Mm-hmm. I would have you being you, you know, you being the boss, you talking to your clients. And so you have other people there. You know, yeah, like, like a, like a nice little three second where you guys are like having like a nice little huddle meeting. So like everyone's sitting down, taking notes, mm-hmm. you're standing, kind of giving like a pep talk that's for like three seconds. And then you cut on to another one where you guys are actually doing pattern making, you're cutting, you you're yeah. showing different aspects. So this is it now. Mm-hmm. Does it stick to you? That's literally that's the landing page, and then you got everything across the top. Like, does that? I would think that this is your LC Apparel Consulting. Gotcha. It doesn't read anything like the other items. Mm-mm. I would gotcha. look, you you read pictures a lot more quicker. There's a study showing that you read pictures sixty thousand times more than words. Like people do not read. I'm gonna tell you. Oh, I know. Right, 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 <laughs> yeah. So like I said, I would do like a video where it's like three seconds of you. You know, you guys have like a huddle team cutting. Mm-hmm. You cut into it. You see another aspect of you. You see another one. You cut into another gotcha. one. So low into my set, and you'll see like me. You know, doing my little YouTube thing where I'm talking. Where I'm giving commentary on fashion products and then just different just showing different sides of you because like I said people respond more to images and I try to tell yeah I try to tell people to um yeah minimize your words because people wait am I typing that in right Mm -mm. r-a-r-e-i-d okay I put a fish behind it girl that's why so yeah keep it gotcha so I need a video, huh? Okay. That's that's definitely the direction that a lot of people are going. Mm-hmm. Visuals. Because yeah. a lot of people do not respond. Yeah, a lot of people don't don't respond. And we're in a um we're in a digital we're in a digital, digital world. So as people's attention time span is is not really reading. So you get more traction when it's visuals. Gotcha. I love that. I love that. And oh, I feel yeah. like I just got you in like thirty seconds. 
Correct. Yep. So that's why I was just like, I would give you, I would let you, you know, have you guys, you standing or you lean on the table while everyone's like taking notes while you guys are having like a head talk and then you cut into another another aspect of you so they can get the whole realm and they'll actually sit and watch the introductory of I love that. I love that. Okay. Yes, I feel it. Girl, I'm out here, okay? Well, I, you know, I like to say, you know, like the little curveballs in there a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. Okay. You know. So I want you to talk a little bit about like your services, mm-hmm. um, maybe a little bit about our workshop, you know, yes. like a little bit about the workshop that we're yes. planning out, you know, and what people can, you know, expect. Like what can they expect from the workshop from you? I mean, they, they all, I feel like they already know what they expect from me. I'm going to get the same shit I always do, <laughs> which is product development. <laughs> What can they expect from you um, to take to take away from this? Okay, so for me, since I just restructured my whole model and I'm going to just move the brand appearance consulting over to my personal brand, Makara Reed. So that's what I will be doing. I will be helping you guys identify your brands on knowing who you are, what you are. Pretty much, you're going to be dating yourself. That's, that's what I would like to call it. You're going to be dating yourself. You're going to be figuring things out. You're going to be collecting data. I'm going to be having you create mood boards on who your who your target audience is, what they will know when they see your brand, what words does what words pop up in their mind. I mean, and then we also will be going over visual presentation. I mean, listen, luxury, okay? Luxury. luxury. I don't throw that word around just to be like it's clickbait, but I really give the luxury experience because for me, per, lo, I am a luxurious girl. All my friends know it. And I like to extend that onto my clients, especially because I am working towards a referral-based um, company. So, and, so yeah, on my aspect, uh, we will be going over brand appearance consulting. So you will be identifying what your brand is. Also identifying some price points, the categories, and then you're going to be going over, um, I'm sorry, visual presentation, which is the tag, the packaging for VIPs, if you want to send it out to celebrities and kind of having the same imitation when you do it to consumers. We're also going to be going over, if you want to do thank you notes, all the visual presentation that you have, I will be providing and also um, how to structure your like your lookbook so we can talk to your ideal consumer. And I'm gonna ask you, how was the experience when I gave you the VI the VIP package for the Makara brand? I loved it. Um, I really liked it a lot. You know, when it came, I definitely loved the packaging. Right. I liked the fact that it was like mirrored. You know, I thought it was really cute. Yeah. Of course, I love the cards that you put in there. They were handwritten, like personal notes and stuff like that. So to me, anytime I for me, anytime I see like handwritten personal notes and stuff like that. I automatically equate that to luxury, you know, because it's like mm-hmm. you took your time, you made sure that me as a consumer felt special about the product. Mm-hmm. So that to me always equates luxury. Like, well, I feel like when things come to you, they need to be wrapped in, in tissue paper, you know, they need mm-hmm. to have the branding around it. So that to me always equates to luxury. I do not like the plastic bag, the poly bag, the poly bag thing. I don't like the the outer packaging bag I don't like it like for me like I don't do that I have a box uh, you know I have a black um glossy box it's Mm -hmm. wrapped in a ribbon with my bag on it Mm -hmm. and it goes inside of another box you know so like for me the packaging is everything you know Mm -hmm. my card is on top my little handwritten note my ribbon my sticker is on there and it's, it's hey beautiful like that's how I. That's how I see. Especially when you spend a certain price point, and you do right. that, and then your price point even like super duper high for like a shirt, you know. But if somebody's sending something like for me, I send. I make three hundred dollar bags, and that's not even to me that super expensive. But I make sure I take pride in that. So from a consumer standpoint, 
I love it. So yeah, we I will definitely go over that and give you alternative ways of you know what you can do how you can go about it the resources you could go the places you can go i mean the packaging <laughs> what the original one i wanted to do there there's limited supply so i had to get creative guess where i went i went right to a teacher supply store mm -hmm. you see how i i i get busy figuring it out <laughs> yeah we, we 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 figured it out i got creative and i made sure it still looked pristine like I say, from the freaking um, marketing. So, yeah, everything is going to be instinct. So, that is what we will be going over. I definitely will be giving you guys, you know, examples. You guys will be seeing examples. I definitely have a whole bunch of collateral from other people. And you guys will see, you know, is this does this feel like luxury or does this feel like luxury? So, we're going to be going over that and we're going to get you guys out there. Yeah. Yes. Love it, love it, love it. I just want to talk a little bit about like mm -hmm. your collaboration, like with the um is it Jean? Jean. It was Jason. 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 Yeah, she's, she's from Thailand. From Thailand. Yeah. So you got uh guys sold out in two days. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's talk about it real yes, quick. Let's so talk about I'm, it. How you sell out how we sell out in two days, sis? Girl, <laughs> listen, just because y'all don't see my face and I know my Instagram following is kinda low. Sorry, I deleted it. I was depressed. Oh well, but <laughs> I interviewed her because she designed some glasses. She was going to Pratt, and one of her glasses was worn by Rihanna. I reached out to her, and I interviewed her for um, the Press of Essence. And I said, she was like, I really like your style. And I'm just like, well, we should work together. Let's let's get this project going. Hmm. So we did, and we, we went together to pick out what we wanted to do, what was the inspiration. And I was like, well, you she hand makes it because she was using the material at Pratt. And, uh, I'm sorry, not Pratt, NYU, wrong person, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so she did the hand making and then I did the, the marketing and the creative direction as far as advertising and I didn't pay for no advertising. I did what I did with my connections at New York Fashion Week and it sold out in two days. And then I asked her if she want, if we wanted to release it because she was on hand making it. Mm -hmm. So she said, yeah, I'll put out a certain amount because she was still doing her studies and it sold out. So yeah, girl. I hear it. Okay, so I have one last segment for the night. It's mm -hmm. called It's a Muse. And mm -hmm. It's a Muse is actually brought to you by Kira Kinks. Kira Kinks is a hair rejuvenation oil that helps promote healthy hair growth, decreases split ends and breakage. The aroma is divine and your scalp will shine. Kira Kinks actually has released a couple new products. She now has hair butters, the detangling brush and comb, and a um, portable hair dryer. So it is black owned. It is based in Chicago and everything is handmade so make sure you guys shop Kira Kinks so it's a muse segment is just tell me about anything just one thing that day to day you couldn't go without so something that keeps you going that you just want to like spread to someone else for me I can't leave the house without myself journaling and I gotta hold a crystal every morning I got that energy in my body every day I pick a different crystal whether it's a centurion a pyrite green adventure like I gotta get up and meditate and journal and get my life together before I move on with my day. I'm going to definitely have to say yoga. Okay. Yoga, reading. I mean, my mentor just, just gave me this new book because he already know I'm on a mission. Mm -hmm. Um, And what else? I mean, read. Yeah, my affirmations is something that I just look at every single day. 
Um, so yeah, I'm gonna definitely have to say yoga because I do extensive amount of standing or extensive amount of sitting. There's no like medium unless I'm like on a on a down day and I'm just like out, you know, doing me. But yoga is definitely something instrumental, especially after the after the age of thirty, girls. You definitely need to invest. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna just let you. I'm gonna just let you know. But yeah, yoga, reading, quiet time, and just looking at my words of affirmation. Because it's just a lot of noise, distractions. Hey, my girl, I got an issue. Like, quiet time, I just need 10 minutes by myself. No phone, no no noise, no nothing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay. Thank you so much yes. for joining us today. I appreciate it. If you want to just go ahead and throw out, like, your social media handles and, like, where people can kind of contact you for your services, go ahead. Yes, if you guys are interested in personal styling or product styling for your e-commerce, you can definitely log on to Mean. That's M-I-I-E-N consulting.com. Yes, Mean is actually a word in the dictionary. It's just spelled <laughs> M-I-E-N. A lot of people ask me that. Um, so, yeah, if you are interested in uh, personal styling, commercial, sty- uh, commercial styling, personal styling, and e-commerce product advertising, you could definitely go on there. And now that I'm... Back on my personal uh, personal branding, macabreread.com, if you want to use me as your muse, okay? <laughs> New service. Yes, I'm doing that. So the muse, the um, muse, the program, and I'm also doing brand appearance advisory. So if you guys are interested in having me, if you want me to research, you know, your target market, if you want me to help you with that, if you want me to do the whole um, the whole package, definitely log on to macabreread.com forward slash services and fill out the form and we'll talk love it but until then go and check out our workshop as well okay yes coming soon guys we'll definitely be releasing the details so definitely have your post reminders on on ig because it will be posted on black and fashion lc apparel consultant the black girl designer club because we're gonna be promoting the heck out of it it'll be on makara reed's page the mean the mean official page and name it is gonna be there so Coming to you soon. We've decided on March, mm-hmm. right? So we'll drop it for you. This is just yes. little, mm, just a little interesting. Yeah, coming though. <laughs> and we will be offering an in-person and a virtual option. It will be right here in Brooklyn, so you have no excuse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll definitely make sure you have enough time. So thank you guys so much for joining in today. As I always would say, stay black. Peace out. Make sure you check out all of our dope sponsors. All of their information is in the show notes. And be sure to leave us a review, comment, stuff like that. That's how we definitely keep our ratings and stuff like that up, you know. So mm-hmm. check us out. And guys, you have a great night. Peace out. Yes.